Hey guys, on today's episode of the Korea Packs podcast, I want to talk about having an obsessive mentality. I want to talk about the term hyperfixation, some positives, some negatives, and how I view having this mentality of getting obsessed with things relatively quickly for a short period of time and then losing some interest in it. Hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into today's episode. Hey people, what's going on? Welcome back to the Korea Packs podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. Today, I want to chat about a super interesting topic that was actually birthed. That sounds weird. I came about this topic when I was getting a haircut with my barber, if he's listening to this. Shout out to you, Edwin. I appreciate you for keeping my hair looking good every couple months whenever I see you. I want to chat about obsessiveness. Uh, Once you find something you like or enjoy, you spend all day and night behind this thing as if nothing else exists. No one or nothing else matters other than that very thing. And ever since I've done this podcast or when I'm in the zone for editing or making a video, whether sometimes it's at work, I'm going down a rabbit hole on a topic that I find super interesting. It could be a conspiracy, a video game, a new hobby. When I read a series of books, you know, I can't stop until the series is done wanting to know or be competent at something so badly, you look up everything about it in one night. These are all things that I resonate with. So I think the question is, why do so many people become obsessed with something, but then quickly lose interest in it? All those things that I just named, I would be interested in them for, let's say, a couple days, a week, maybe a month. This podcast I've been obsessed with for over coming up on seven months, it seems like. And I've been obsessed with it. But then maybe after some time, not necessarily with this podcast, but all the other things, I just stopped caring about it. And it's not as important anymore. Just making my, oh my God, my grandma, she keeps, she literally tries to have a conversation with me as I'm doing this. It's okay though. She, she doesn't, she doesn't know what I'm trying to do. All good though. Okay. But I tend to get obsessed with a lot of things for a brief period of time and then lose interest in all of it. For example, back in 2019 and 2020, after I got, like super skinny. Well, I wasn't, I was like, um, what do you call it? Skinny fat. And I love clothes. I was obsessed with them. So I bought a crap ton of clothes. Well, it doesn't matter if they're cheap, a little bit expensive. Honestly, most, most of it was from H and M and Zara. I learned a ton of stuff about style. I watched videos on it day and night. I would watch the YouTubers, uh, teaching men's fashion, Alex Costa. Those two were my favorite. Oh, uh, another YouTuber, Nicholas Che. I watched on fashion. I would watch those all day and night. So I was obsessed with that for like a year. And then after I put on a little bit of weight, I just stopped caring about it altogether. And even I feel like after I lose my weight again, I don't know if I'll ever be as obsessed with clothes and fashion as I was back then. Last year, I tried out sports gambling for the first time. I turned 21 and I love sports. I love basketball, football, those two mainly. I'm obsessed with those. So I was like, you know what? Let me try sports gambling. It was honestly super fun because I turned from someone who didn't know anything about sports gambling to sitting at the couch at 6 p.m. watching Major League Baseball to see if they hit the five under total runs in the first five innings or something like that, or under two runs in the first three innings, or just random bets like that that I just got so enthralled in. I would watch Every single day. Sundays were my favorite because I would bet on football. I wouldn't get up from the couch from like noon 
to the end of Sunday night football, which is like 1030. So I'll be watching MLB. I would try to see if like, hey, Kyler Murray can get a rushing touchdown. And that was a saga for two, three months. And then boom, nothing. One day I was just like, okay, dude, I'm done. And this has happened with a lot of stuff in my life with the whole obsession mentality from one business idea to the next. Oh, one day I want to make a clothing brand. The next day I want to do a newsletter. The next day I want to learn e-commerce. The next day I want to learn Amazon FBA. Just one thing to another. This happens almost weekly or daily with things that I just become interested in. Last week, I went to an Ed Sheeran concert. Okay, here, check this out. I went to an Ed Sheeran concert. The entire concert, I was in awe of the way this man was able to make music, keep 70,000 people engaged, everyone screaming at him, while it was just him, his loop station, his guitar, and his keyboard, and his mic. I got so obsessed with this man that I did nothing but watch his YouTube videos, listen to his songs for the entire day after that concert. So the concert was Saturday night, all day Sunday. That's all I did. It was all Ed Sheeran. I spent, I think, an hour and a half learning the song Shivers on the MacBook online piano because that's how I di- how addicted I was and obsessed I was with the beat and the way he made it on the loop station. So I wanted to learn it on the MacBook and then... I did it, and I didn't stop until I learned all the chords on the piano. Not even a real piano, the freaking MacBook keyboard. But if if someone comes to me like, hey, dude, play Shivers on the MacBook, I could do it on the spot. This has happened for uh, YouTubers, too, all the time. For the past 10 years that I've been obsessed with YouTube, I would get addicted to a category of creators, whether it's finance, gaming, car YouTubers, I even had a time where I watched um, who are the, all those people who do the car detailing. It's so satisfying. Where like the uh, a nasty car would come into the garage. Uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, Geek Detail or Detail Geek? Something like that. I, I forgot the exact YouTuber, but I would fall asleep to watching him detail cars. That was fun. I had a era of reaction channels, podcast channel, everything. You name it. I did it. And when one YouTuber doesn't interest me anymore, I'm on to the next, like clockwork. It's just like, okay, cool. I got a taste of you. I'm on to the next. But when I find something good, I get hyper, hyper obsessed. Okay, I'm I'm going too deep into this. But point being, guys, I have an obsessed mentality. And worse than me, people get super addicted, obsessed. Time just stops existing for people to the point where They spend thousands of dollars behind things or lots and lots of hours putting time into the things that they are immediately hooked on. And there's a term for this. It's called hyperfixation, which means complete absorption in a task to a point where a person appears to be completely ignoring or tuning out everything else. That was just a basic definition that I got off of this. uh, What's this article? Oxford. Something with Oxford, Oxford specialist tutors. Interesting. So yeah, this term hyperfixation, they uh, they said that it's characterized by a couple of things. And by the way, this isn't like the most advanced research. I just typed in hyperfixation and this is what popped up. It says an intense state of concentration or focus. Number two, awareness of things not related to the current focus, not even consciously noticed. Number three, hyperfixation is usually dedicated to things that the person finds enjoyable or fascinating. And number four, during a hyperfixation state, task performance improves. 
with this whole hyperfixation thing, there's definitely positives to it and there's negatives. And I'll talk about a few of them uh, that I found in this article. And then towards the end, I'll give my thoughts on if this is something that's super concerning to me or not, because I I'll save it for the end. Let's start with the negatives. You lose track of time. You may forget to eat. You don't hear people talking to you. You don't notice what's going on around you. Like, for example, the sun sets and it gets a dark and you don't notice that. People come and go. You don't notice that. The smell of dinner in the kitchen. You don't notice them calling you to eat and then you telling them it's time to go to bed. They don't care. You asking them that, hey, I need to talk. All these little day-to-day things that may be going on when someone when someone's in like this hyperfixation state, they don't notice any of that. And any of these things, they become they're all numbed out from this singular focus that they have, which is whatever it is that they're doing, whether it's I don't know, watching a movie, playing a video game, uh, editing a video, something. So the negatives of it is you become deeply attached to the thing that nothing else matters. And they frame it out to be like a negative. Well, obviously, don't forget to eat, right? Or uh, if I'm editing, if I or if I'm doing a podcast, I tend to have my headphones on in both ears so I can hear myself properly. But like right now, when my grandma is home alone, well, not home alone, like I'm with her, but she's upstairs. I don't do it with both ears closed. I have one side of my uh, headphones open so I can hear what's going on. And if she needs me or if she calls me, I can get up and go help her. So I guess those are the negatives. I don't know. I honestly don't know what the hell this article is talking about. The positives, though, the positives are what I'm more focused on. Honestly, you have this almost inexhaustible energy. You have the ability to constantly practice and improve a depth of focus that allows you to outperform almost anyone else and the ability to keep going and eventually succeed in the face of seemingly impossible challenges. Now, you guys can see why the positives are a little bit more interesting because it's like this uh, chip on the shoulder type of thing, uh, uh, a vibe or a aura and an energy to someone that is just deeply, deeply focused and nothing else seems to matter. They have this almost tunnel vision, inexhaustible energy, the ability to practice and improve a focus to outperform almost anyone else. So when I hear all these things, Having an obsessive mentality, I associate it with a little bit more positive. Now, don't get me wrong. It's all relative, right? I don't, you, you can be obsessed with completely unproductive things, completely unproductive things. For some people, it's video games. Video games, in my opinion, they, they're horrible. Like, what, what are we doing? Like, getting obsessed with video games. I, got, I was obsessed with video games back in elementary school with, like, NASCAR and Madden and nba 2k and then the older i got i just drifted away from it and i was like dude this is a complete waste of time right now i am addicted to youtube which to other people may seem like a complete waste of time but hey to each their own it's all relative whatever i find obsessive and that's fun and good for me may be a complete waste of time and completely useless to someone else but point being you can be obsessed over objectively unproductive things some people, famous people, who seem to have the ability to hyper-focus include 
Mr. Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, who was obsessively focused on creating great user experiences and also is on the autism spectrum. Now, remember, guys, these are not my words. I'm just reading this from this article. Um, Simone Biles, considered to be the most successful gymnast of all time, who also has ADHD. Elon Musk, who's obsessively focused on creating technological innovations to solve difficult and important problems, is also on the autism spectrum. Elon Musk, by the way, this guy, I don't know how, how, how much you guys know about this dude's story, but he essentially took all the money he made from PayPal and not Stripe. Um, no, it was PayPal and SpaceX. I forgot what um, I forgot what two initial companies he made his money from. But this dude had one hundred and eighty million dollars. Um, if you want to talk about obsession and betting on yourself and the ability to focus in on a long term vision. This dude had one hundred and eighty million dollars and it was either to why, why my voice just cracked. It was either to go all in on Tesla or all in on SpaceX. And I think he would run out of money in like less than a year if he went with one or the other. But his vision was so, so big that he wanted to put money into both. So he's put 90 million each into both companies. And I don't know how this dude managed to do that. But $180 million liquid was all he had at the time, I believe, from what he says and what the reports are. He put half his money or put half into uh, Tesla, the other half into SpaceX. And now they're both like they're like ten, they're billion. They're worth billions and billions of dollars. This dude worked 100 hour weeks, 80 hour weeks. And I, I saw this one interview of him with this young lady back, I think, 10, 15 years ago, where she asked him. Like, how are you able to do all this work and balance your your personal life, whatever? And he says, in order to actually achieve, I'm paraphrasing here, in order to actually achieve this great vision or be a successful entrepreneur, you, if you're putting in 80-hour weeks, 80 to 100-hour weeks, and other people are putting in 35, 40-hour weeks, it'll only take you four and a half months to accomplish the same amount of work that it would take someone one year to accomplish just by the amount of extra effort that you're putting in. Now, if you want to talk about obsession, and I'm not saying that's healthy. It's not. It's probably the most unhealthy thing that you can do. Elon himself said, I don't recommend this to anyone because it's just mentally exhausting. And it's he, he was like, I don't recommend this to anyone. But that is an example of hyper-focus. Albert Einstein, he invented general relativity and changed our view of the universe. He said um, he was also a dyslexic. Bill Gates, founder of Microsoft, was obsessively focused on building computer technology and is now equally obsessively focused on his philanthropic endeavors. And they referred to the documentary Inside Bill's Brain. The list goes on and on. If you just look at any world-class leader in their field, you'll know almost certainly that they spend most of their time hyper-focused on their single obsession in life. And one of my favorite people that I refer to when the talk about obsession or hyper obsession even comes up is uh, Mr. Beast. If you guys don't know who Mr. Beast is, he is a YouTuber who has amassed, I believe, close to 250 million followers across all platforms across the world. His, I think just his main channel is like, is closing in on 200 million subscribers. He's a giant, giant personality on the internet. He's, I think, 25, 26 years old now. And he said from the ages of uh, 14 to 18 every single day him and three of his friends who were also addicted and obsessed with youtube 
what they would do is they would get on a Skype call every day at seven in the morning and they would be on Skype calls for 15 hours straight until 10 p.m. at night. And they did that for three years straight. And all they would do is talk about how to build a following on YouTube and the, the strategies behind what makes a video go viral, like when to make a cut, what, what kind of thumbnail to use. At this second, we have to make this cut. At this second, the camera angle should be here. And every little detail and intricacy behind a viral YouTube video, the four of them studied for three years straight, 15 hours a day, every single day. And that's what led him to all his viral videos that he has. Because he's this dude's like the viral viral video. Well, that's a tongue twister. Viral video expert for his YouTube videos and all YouTube videos just in general that he's helped create. That's his goal is to just help people build a following. So those are the two people that are Mr. Beast mainly and then Elon. Just an insane, insane operator. Oh, okay. That was a lot. I guess I guess I'll give my opinion now. Although there's negatives to this obsessive mentality, like I said, it's relative to people and all the non-productive ways to be hyper fixated. But since this podcast is about me and how I feel about it, I think it's just interesting how my brain works in this way because I see it as a, excuse me, as an advantage. Any person that has this immense level of success always has some sort of delusion, focus, hyper-obsessive personality, I see it as an unfair advantage because my brain works in ways that other people's brains may not. If I see something that's super interesting and I want to learn everything about it, and if I can dedicate a one, like one day to it or a whole week to it or a month to it, and if I can learn every single thing about that topic or whatever this hobby has to offer, I see it as a good thing because over the course of my life, all the interests that I'll have, if I apply that same little hyper-obsessive mentality to this one thing, learn it all, grasp all of its information, and then move on to another thing, not only have I tried something new, but I've gained various amounts of knowledge about it that I can either keep to myself, help others with, teach someone else. Yeah, I just think it's a positive thing, man. So if any of y'all share this same energy or feel like you get obsessed quickly, please let me know because I find this super interesting. We can chat about it. My barber and I, we talked about this extensively for like 10, 15 minutes on just how life is one big trip. All the obsessiveness, the love, the paranoia, the feelings that we all have, our work and what we do, what we find interesting. There's, there's so much to life. He gave me some great ideas on episodes to do. And this one was one of them. So again, shout out to you, buddy. I am hyper obsessed with podcasting and speaking and learning how to become a better communicator. Clearly, I have a lot more work to do, but this is just where we're at right now. And on day number 188 of the journey, I'm excited. This is my last episode before I log off for the next five days to enjoy some time with some friends in a country that I've never been in. This is only my third time I'm going to be leaving the country. Um, If I haven't mentioned in the last four podcasts, I'm going to Cancun. I'm going for a trip with some friends. And yeah, the last time I left the country was when I, well, I went to Canada in 2021. No, in 2022, that was fun. But before that, I I left the country when I was three years old, when I went to India. So it was India, Canada, and now I'm going to uh, Cancun. So yeah, guys, I'm excited. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, feel free to share this with a friend. 
follow us on some socials at the Korea Pack Podcast. Leave me a four or five star review. It helps me out a lot, a ton. And I recently created a podcast feedback form. If you guys want to leave me some feedback, some honest, intentional words behind what you feel like this podcast is, what it's brought to you, if you've recommended it to anyone, and give me some honest feedback. I would appreciate that a ton. And like I always say, guys, take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. You guys will still see me tomorrow in the next five days, but I will see this mic again on in like six days. All right, y'all. Love you. Love you, Mike. Love you, this background. Love you, my MacBook. Love anyone who listens to this. I will see y'all tomorrow. Peace.